What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Real Talk. It's your boy, Genios. I hope everyone have, has had or is having a good day. Whenever you are listening to this, um, Lasha, how you doing? Oh, I'm alright. This is episode 30. Ooh, it is episode 30. Congratulations to us for doing this for 30 weeks minimum. Because <laughs> it's really been about 36 with breaks and not doing one every other week or so. So it's probably about, eh, about 36. Ooh. That mean by we gonna hit fifty two eventually. That mean be a year. Ooh shit. But anywho, we back y'all. Um, last week we took a bit of a pause just because a lot of stuff was going on and uh we really needed to get right before we did another episode. And I uh, I do want to apologize for that but these things happen and we'd rather give y'all a good quality episode than an episode of just us being obsolete and out of it um so with that out of the way we gonna jump right into everything really everything that we about to talk about I feel like you have very strong opinions about um, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Um, right after we recorded the last episode, I came across this article on Hot New Hip Hop about a possible Beyonce and Cardi B collab. Um, I'm here for it. Uh, but it's just a matter of whose album is going to be on. I know Cardi's album was supposed to drop sometime this month, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen because she's been tweeting about she don't know whether to drop her freestyles first or drop the single because she doesn't want the freestyles to be confused as singles. Mm-hmm. So um, if she do something with B, that I, I fuck with it. Nicki Minaj probably going to pull out her fucking hair out, but you know, that's neither here nor there. I just want to really, really rock your anthem. No, you don't. You, you know, you don't do that. But I mean, I do. Beyonce ghetto. I don't know why people just be trying to act like she not ghetto. And nobody says she ain't ghetto. But do we really need a new ratchet anthem right now? Look, just just roll what we got right now until like. I mean, Bodak Yellow is kind of old, so. <sighs> Fucking. It's gonna get overplayed any goddamn way, so it don't really matter. Um, I mean, I'm for right. Um, I'm for. I like Cardi. I love me some Beyonce. I'd I'd be down to listen to. It, but like you said, it really just do depend on who album it would be on, or maybe it'd be just be one and throwaway song that Beyonce likes to drop every now and then, and just be like, oh, here y'all can have this. I don't really want. I don't really want nothing to do with it, but y'all can have it. Have it. But we would get. The fuck just happened to me. Excuse the fuck. He already touching shit again. No, I need touch nothing. It's Discord fault. Just move me into another server. I'm what? trying to read shit. Anywho, 
But we will get more into Miss Beyonce later in the episode, any goddamn ways. <laughs> um. <sighs> <laughs> Um, the piss piper of R&B is back in the uh, news. Um, I don't know what Robert Kelly is doing, but, um, ever since that whole cult shit came out, people are really starting to speak out. And I feel like, look, that whole pissing sex tape shit came out in what the late 90s early 2000s 2000. why y'all wasn't opening your mouths why y'all wasn't opening your mouths back then it's 2017 see here's my thing first of all you right why why are y'all waiting to now to say something like uh, y'all allowed him to make step in the name of love like and okay, maybe it was because I was I was traumatized. I didn't really want to talk about it. This other person came out and talked about it, and I got some straight. That's all cool and whatever. And if you find what a reason to talk about whatever, talk about it. But I'm not here for this R. Kelly discourse no more. It should have stopped when he pissed on that little girl. And somebody should have said, somebody should have did exactly. And we already talked about this. Somebody should have did what Huey said to do. In the boondocks. And ain't nobody do it. And now we here. Cause the R. Kelly Cole thing came out what in like June. It was like midsummer. I wanna say midsummer. And I just, I know it was before we went on the trip. Yeah. So. so I'm just like I thought we I thought I thought we were done with this. Or at the very least, I thought somebody or something would have happened to R. Kelly. And this would have came out then and now. During the middle of the summer. But here we are in late October, early November when the story came out. And I still have to look at this. It's almost goddamn near Christmas. I don't want to have to deal with R. Kelly going into Christmas. It just don't sound right to me. I should be having to deal with Mariah carrying her not in her notes. You know what? I'm sick of you. <laughs> Problem, cause I almost laughed, and then I realized what you said. <laughs> what is the oh issue? Oh my god, yo, he on that bullshit today, guys. I oh really, god. I look. I should did it at the start of the show. Everybody be want. I'm on my bullshit today, like heavily. I've been laughing all day over some shit, and I'm gonna keep laughing. I'm probably gonna laugh myself to sleep tonight, but that's neither here nor there. All I can say is, um. I'm about to beat the shit out of who... I'm about to beat the shit out of Michael Bay. <laughs> I saw this. No, no, no. Michael Bay got to catch his motherfucking hand. Like... I was so... I was... I... When I saw this... Because I saw it and... I was like, this is a joke. Somebody messing with me. Somebody is memeing. Way too hard. And... They made this, they made this fake article, bada boom, bada bing. I still think it's motherfucking fake, to be quite honest with you. But, that's fine, it don't really matter. Um, but. Gotta be professional, Jimmy House! Okay. Larry, I'm sorry. That's fine. Because I'm about to, I'm, I'm really, I'm really just about to go in on Michael Bay, like. 
you are already you, Michael Bay, sir, are already a how 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 did I describe the Michael Bay? You already known for being an over the top director and producer whenever you produce movies and TV shows. But you already over the top with your explosions, um, how you treat um, actors that are on your set. But you really gonna sit here and try and tell me that you gonna make a live action version of Dora the Explorer. I still don't think this article is real. I really don't want it to be real. If somebody can debunk this and say Marquise is not real, I'd be more than fine with that. But and let me read this. Nick Stroll, Nick Stoller, the writer director behind films including The Muppets and Neighbors, have been brought on board to work on the script for the project, which will be produced by Platinum Dunes, the production company run by Michael Bay. Andrew Form and Brad Fuller is producing. It hails from Paramount's new Paramount Players division. The movie kickstarts a project that had been inactive for some time. In if I yawn one more fucking time. In 2015, Die. Paramount had been developing a movie with Tom Wheeler, Puss in Boots, writing and Mary Parent producing. Details are being kept under wraps, but the live action take is set to center on Dora, not as a seven-year-old as on the TV series, but now a teenager who moves to the city to live with her cousin Diego. First of all, y'all not gonna fuck up Dora and Diego. Let's get this shit right here right now. Second, who... Which one of these white men, because it was all of them are white, ha- ha- sat down one day and had the thought of, I want to make a live action Dora the Explorer movie when she's not seven years old. She's a teenager. Who? Who? And th- three, why? Because. Whose idea was this to make this the motherfucking picture in the goddamn Twitter land? I'm gonna beat their ass too. <laughs> beat their motherfucking ass too. This is if this fucking monkey ain't even got no goddamn boots on. How your day boots and you ain't got no fucking boots on? No. I'm mad. And now I gotta tell everybody why I'm mad. Look here, Michael Bay, Stoller, and Fuller. Open your eyes. I need all of y'all to go back to the fucking drum board. Whatever plot and storyboard y'all were gonna do for this for this movie, take it and make another movie. Don't mess with Dora. Don't mess with Diego. Those are extremely important pieces of memory for many children. Not just kids that are near my age, because when I was seven Door was still on TV. Door still on TV now. But kids nowadays still watch Dora and Diego. So don't mess with that. 
And if we really being honest, Maya and McGill was the better Hispanic show, but we're not, that's neither here nor there. But stop. It's time to stop. <laughs> you got any words on this? Because I feel like I could go all day on this. I was told that that's the um, voice actress. Um, uh, the new door? I guess. Well, that At least that's what Prince said. I, but you know you can take everything Prince say with a grain of fucking salt. But um, if that's the fucking case, my nigga, y'all could have went and just had her voice it and had somebody else like, you know, mouth the words or some shit, like they did with the Michelle um biopic. Like I just I don't, I don't see. Why they had to get her? Because she is clearly a a a teenager. Dora is no older than eight, unless y'all want to go with thought Dora. But even then, Dora has some color to her skin. This 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 woman here is um on a little on the pale side. As some Mexicans are, but I don't believe that Dora is Mexican American. She's very much so in the motherland. So, according to they need to get that together. According to Twitter, this picture is from a college humor parody that was a fake mini trailer for something. It's like Door the Explorer and the Destiny Madonna. I don't know what the fuck this is, but it involves college humor, and I don't believe it. So. But that's why, mm. that's what that picture, that's, that's who this Caucasian woman is, this picture is, okay. I'm a little bit less angry. I'm still angry, but I'm, I'm a little bit less angry now, okay. <sighs> Let me come back into the server before I get irritated and scroll. Um, I feel like we talked about this. No, we didn't, we didn't talk, talk about, about it on the, on the show, on, on we the talked show. about it as a group. Yes, okay. Um... Amazon, I don't know what y'all think y'all doing, but I need y'all to stop thinking what y'all thought y'all was about to do and just not do it. Um, Amazon is supposed to be introducing this new thing called Amazon Key, which is um, a service where, uh, you know, you have like, I guess, a smart lock on your door and they get the code and they go ahead and type the code into your house and drop your package off and then they was ounce with the 40 ounce back to their truck going about their business now the problem that i have with this is that amazon don't even have their own delivery service your package as far as amazon goes will be delivered by either ups or usps maybe fedex if the person that you're purchasing from is bougie so, unless they're starting to deliver their own packages for this particular service, this shit is pointless, and I ain't trying to get robbed. Nor am I putting a smart lock on my house. I'm definitely putting no fucking smart lock on my house. Here, here's, here's my, I see what Amazon is trying to do, because this is, it's, it's another um, Prime benefit. Like, if you, if you have Amazon Prime, you already, you're much more likely. If you have Amazon Prime, you have the option of getting your item way earlier than what standard shipping is. Oh, yes. And that's okay. That's good. 
but and I think but I think for most people or whoever this is targeting, uh the its target demographic is for more of the um what's the word I'm looking for? Cause I don't, I, I know white people that wouldn't even fucking want this. Like I'm not gonna have somebody come to my fucking house just to drop off a package, leave it on the fucking doorstep, and go about my business. It's they're trying to expand, um, all the things that a prime membership gets for you. Um, I had I I had to get to a point in the article where I was gone. The system works with locks. I'm just talking about fucking. When a carrier arrives with a package for in-home delivery, they scan the barcode, sending a request to Amazon Cloud. And if everything checks out, the cloud grants permission by sending a message back to the camera, which starts recording. The carrier then gets a prompt on their app, swipes the screen, and voila, your door unlocks. They drop off the package, relock the door with another swipe, and are on their way. The customer gets a notification that their delivery has arrived, along with a short video showing the drop-off to confirm everything that was done properly. There are a lot of steps in this that they're talking about, and like you said, Amazon doesn't have its own carrier service. And I don't trust USPS. I, I really don't trust USPS. Much because not even to say that my people like that, but most of my delivery people are black. Okay, niggas are nosy. Very. They will walk up in your shit and be like, "Oh, it's nice." I don't have time for that. I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit more trusting of the brown truck. The brown truck ain't never did me wrong. They always make sure my packages are on time and are safe. But I just, I mean, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I don't want to be one of the people that's like, yeah, that's going to be bad. It's not necessarily bad. It's just, you got to be very trusting of where the fuck delivering your package. And it, this is a, this is a first, this is a forward push in the whole smart home thing that people are trying to do with, um, Echo, Google Home, smart TVs, all this stuff, just everything in your house is wired to a cloud. <sighs> with that being said, I'm not getting this. I'm not letting nobody in my house. I'm definitely not. If I live, if you live, scenario, you live alone, or you have a roommate, y'all both work a minimum of six hours a day, Monday through Friday. Most packages, depending on where you live, that are made by USPS are made between the hours of 12 and 3. It is it is very rarely I see a mail truck running at 4 o'clock. And even rare if I see one running at 5. If you got a big package, depending on where you live, of course, you aren't going to just let somebody in your house. And if you do live in a neighborhood where you feel like if I leave, if I if this is left on my doorstep, it's not going to be there. Nine times out of ten, you you use somebody else's address that where you can go and get it where it's safe. Nine times out of ten. I don't know. I'm still waiting on this Amazon drone thing that's supposed to be coming out, so... That will happen in time. Uh, 
Oh, Lord. Oh, right. The fucking... Have you ever had Soylent? What the hell is that? So, Soylent is like this powder that is supposed to give you all the nutrients you need for the entire day. It's supposed to cut out you having to eat a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you can just have this one drink or one meal and it's made with soylent and it's supposed to give you all the nutrients for the day that is what it is and i know a lot of people have never had soylent i damn sure ain't having no fucking soylent because it tastes nasty as shit it's actually (laughs) ass in a glass bars (laughs) so canada props to you canada Banned Soylent from its enti- from the, from the entire fucking country. Soylent is awful. Like, it's awful. The way it's made is awful, and it's just everything is bad about it. It was this big thing, or was trying to be this big thing in like 2012, 2013, and it made from someone in fucking Silicon Valley, and basically he was like, "Why should I have to waste my time eating X amount of times a day?" Just to get all the nutrients I need when I can have this one glass of natural goodness. And he should have kept that shit to himself. And he should have kept that fucking shit to himself. Look here, motherfucker. I like to eat. I like to eat. If I'm hungry and I want something that's going to fill me up or at least make me happy. Because... Food makes people happy. When you eat, you're happy. I'm going to go get me some food, whether that food be something in the house, outside the house, a drive-thru, delivery, whatever. I'm going to go eat. What I'm not going to go do is get this, go get a glass of water from the sink, mix it with this nasty-ass, brown-ass, look-like-doodoo diarrhea shit water, (laughs) and drink it. Because it's ass it tastes horrible from what i've been told i was told it tastes worse than vegemite and vegemite is ass vegemite that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day but um i'm I'm getting I'm, i'm getting distracted canada um i forgot what the department was but canada's department of I won't even try to remember the name. Basically, banned the substance from the country because they felt as if its production was unethical. Like, the factories it was being made in were nasty looking. Um, They weren't being cleaned properly and all that stuff. So, yeah, no soil in Canada anymore. Hopefully, in the United States eventually, they go, no more soil. No, you're you're done. Get it. No, no. And if you ever have the unfortunate decision or unfortunate time of being around someone that says, hey, you want to try this soil and drink, you throw it in their motherfucking face and be like, no, bitch, I want a goddamn hamburger. I want my fucking hamburger. I want this shit. I'm, I really ain't wilding today. That's probably for the best. <laughs> I'm going to let you talk about the next thing. So, I... The more the and more things about him comes out, 
the more and more I believe that he really listens to this fucking show. So, um, XXXTentacion uh, announced either the 26th of October or the 25th of October that he was not releasing any more music. And, you know, our conversations about X have dated back, you know, some episodes ago where I've stated that, you know, he just needs to calm down before he kills himself on stage and all that diving and unnecessary shit he was doing. And um, he announced, you know, he made a nice little announcement that he's not going to be doing music no more or whatever. And I truly believe that, you know, he quit music so that Ski can win. Well, it has come out now that he was telling his fans that if he wants them that that if they want him to make more music, tell Ski to be his friend again. Now, young Ski Master Slum God. Uh, took to his Instagram story and basically was saying, you know, he felt the need to distance himself from X so that he can be taken more seriously as an individual because most people in the SoundCloud, like, realm know them as, like, you know, together. Mm -hmm. Like, if you see X, you see Ski. If you see Ski, you see X. So he felt like to be taken more seriously you know, you have to distance yourself from certain people, which I kind of agree with because in order for some of us to be great, we got to distance ourselves from, you know, certain people. So, you know, I don't know if X said something else, but Ski went back on his Instagram and was basically saying, you know, he just didn't distance himself for no reason. This man has, like, you know, said something about sacrificing him and threatening his family and stuff like that. And I was just like, whoa, thought we were all friends here. So I don't know if X has then responded because I try to, you know, keep demonic spirits out of my life and in, in my house, in my room, my living space. But um, Ski's out here prospering. I fuck with it. I hope Timberland produces his entire album and it's great. So it is what it is with that. And um, I just need Jody to to stop. We actually got to talk about this nigga Tyrese twice. Okay. So I don't even know how to approach this because this nigga... So, I don't even, like, when I saw this, I, in my mind, I was just like, what? Like, what? I just want to know why these grown-ass men making popcorn in a pot on a stove. Sorry, not sorry. Continue. I'm on Snapchat. Okay, so, Tyrese. One Mr. Tyrese Gibson. Every time I look at this story, I'm just like, what? 
So let me let me just fucking read it. The singer and actor Tyrese Gibbs and dedicate the first verse of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On to his 10-year-old daughter at a concert in Georgia on Saturday amid a nasty custody battle with his ex-wife Norma Gibson. In the video posted to the Shade Room's Instagram, the singer says he wants his daughter, Shayla, to know just how much he loves her and that he dedicated what he was going to say next to her before breaking into the first verse of the song. Tyree replaces the line, let's get it on with a passionate baby, won't you stay, Shayla, before turning away from the mic. Okay. I just... Oh, I'm annoyed. What happened? I'm tired of him. Like, oh. I want to give a back, a little background story. Basically, this whole with him and his daughter started because apparently he, you know, disciplined her as black people do with the whooping. But they're saying that he beat her so hard that she couldn't sit down. Now, his daughter is of the light-skinned complexion, okay? So I can just imagine what that could have possibly looked like. You feel me? So it was being taken to court. So ever since then, he's been, like, doing so much to, like let his daughter know that he loves her okay you can do that but having banners flown over her school um you know the the shirts the the constant posts on instagram the videos of you crying it's so much like she's 10 my nigga like at this point like you're traumatizing the girl like i just I don't see like where any of this is helping. And then this is creepy. Very. This this is worse than Nelly singing to that little white girl on stage. There there's a line that if you're asking for forgiveness, there's always that line of just being like pleading and creepy. And this is definitely on the creepy side of that line. Because when I think of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, I don't think of a sweet song to sing to anyone just being loving. I think of a song of let's have this good romantic sex. You don't dedicate a song like that to the loan your daughter but to a 10 year old girl and yes while your attentions may have been pure I know you could have thought of so many other options so many and speaking of his acts on social media it's lovely how this story ties in together um the smiths the lovely mr and mrs smiths paid that man five million dollars to stay his ass off instagram and you wanna know what the fuck he did 
took his ass to Instagram to let everybody know that they gave him five million fucking dollars to stay off of Instagram. If somebody give me five million dollars to do anything, I'm gonna shut up and do whatever the fuck I gotta do. Would you punt this puppet for you damn fucking rob a punt for five million dollars? Then I'm gonna take it to the vet and get whatever I fucked wrong with it fixed. But yeah, I'm gonna do it. If Will Smith came up to me and was like, Marquise, I need you. Will Smith came to me and be like, Marquise, I need you to stop doing the, doing the podcast with Elisha. You damn right. I'm going to say, yeah, then I'm going to get half the money. Elisha be like, look, don't say nothing. You got this money. We out of here. Let's go. We can make a new podcast talk called something else, but we just got to go. But I just... Maybe that's our mindset because... I'm, pr- I'm sure $5 million to Tyrese is not anything major. Actually, matter of fact, let me look this up. His net worth? Mm-hmm. The first thing to come up when I type in his name in Google is Tyrese Gibson dog. That is a fucking shame. He has an estimated net worth of $10 million. So, he was worth he worth double than the five million that Will Smith and Jada were gonna give him. I'm still saying that's five million more dollars that you could have just had tax free, and you got, and you did the thing they told you not to do. Like, come on, Tyrese, come on. A couple weeks ago, you and the and one Mister Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not even him. You just mad because he doing another movie, and you bet that he made the fucking. That's a whole nother. I'm not even for to get into that. I just need you to calm down, sir. Like whatever you going through, I know it's emotional, and you just want to be heard, but. You just calm down just a little bit. Moving on. <sighs> oh, this next one is actually fun. So, um, Mr. Three Stacks, uh, in an article. Somebody called him 3K the other day, and the shit pissed me the fuck off. I saw it. It I was actually in a reply. <laughs> Under this tweet, too. I'm sorry. 3K? I, I knew what she was Piss talking about. Piss me the fuck off. <laughs> Piss me off if you want to. I even think that three stacks is pushing it, but you going to say 3K? What's wrong with three stacks? You know what? We, we, uh-uh. We're not even going to get into it. Just... Kanye. So, um, I don't even know what article he's... What, 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 what article is this from? The Source? Or did he say it in another article and the source just sourced it? Man, I didn't even know Benzino was still running a fucking source magazine, but you didn't hear that from me. The celebrate here we go. The, cel- the celebrated rapper had a recent interview with GQ to discuss what new music he has up his sleeve, his existing music he has secured in the vault, and why his outcast partner, Big Boy, is the better rapper. Three Stacks highlights Big Boy's confidence in leadership as his strength. When you watch every Outkast video, Big Boy is a leader. He always had the confidence, but I was kind of like the shy one. Big Boy can Big Boy can rap better than me. 
I always said that if somebody if somebody said pick you up from Outcast to go to battle with you, it wouldn't be me. Cause like what I'ma do? Say some say say some mind shit. You can't have thoughts in the battle. Nobody gives a shit about that. Um, <laughs> further along in the video, further along in the interview, Andre revealed that when he passes away, people will find hours and hours of files. Let's hope we can get busted some of that heat while he's no, no, Andre. Hey, nah, don't don't spit that into existence. Uh, uh-uh. uh, mm, we're not gonna wish up. He's not gonna wish upon that. But what do you think about that, Larsa? I I agree with him. Really? I always thought that. Big Boy was the better rapper. I just saw Andre as as the image of Outkast. I never really paid attention to his verses or anything. And I know people would be like, "What the fuck?" But no, that's literally no, no. I, I can I can see where that comes from. But for me, it's the reverse. When I think uh, when I think of Outkast now, I think. I do, like, always thought of Big Boy as the one that stood out. Like, when what Andre really said made a lot of sense. Like, he was he he was always in the back. The only real, like, video I remember of him, like, taking the forefront was Hey Ya. Yeah, that's when I actually really started to notice him. And then, yeah, and then after that, he became a little bit more like out there. But that's really. Something. I blame Erica Badu for everything. <laughs> she got witch pussy. I don't care. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hear. So- I hear somebody that's listening to this judging me. I don't care. I said what I said. What are you gonna do about it? Look at Common. Look at Andre. Hey, okay. Okay. Oh, I... Okay. 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 Hmm. Just, just, just. Okay. But on a, on back, back, back to the article. Uh, which is crazy because when you, uh, that might be more of just depend on who you ask. And be, just because he ain't put out nothing that's himself in a long time, people really want Andre to put out stuff. Mm. Whereas Big Boy, oh Jesus Christ, mm, excuse me. I mean, I know he has other business ventures that he's often involved in, which is fine. Shout out to him. But I just, mm, it's something I gotta think a little bit more in depth about because I, I haven't had a. I haven't thought about at Outcast as a group in a while, and that's a, that's a dynamic that I have to like go back and readjust. Mm, very interesting. Um, Cartoon Network can still shoot my fucking face for canceling class of three thousand. You can blame that white man. I can't think of his name. It wasn't even Cartoon Network fault. It was that white man fault. Cause he was gonna sue Andre Thousand and Cartoon Network, and Cartoon Network was like, "We just, we sorry, Andre, we just can't have that happen." But uh, uh I need to know what to make of this next one. Um, <sighs> oh well, I'm happy that this is here. Um, so 
I guess Jadena was talking to um, TMZ about Shannon Jackson um, performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, as you guys know, Janet Jackson has not been, uh, quote-unquote, allowed to perform in the halftime show since, I believe, that was 2002 or two, between 2002-2004 when Justin Timberlake uh, pulled the flap on her, um, on her, on her, on her chest piece and uh, freed the nipple. Um Ever since then, she hasn't really been allowed to, like, you know, perform or whatever. And that's been constantly been a talk every time, you know, the Super Bowl and football season comes around. Um, although Janet had to apologize for something that was completely out of her control, uh, Justin never po- apologized for the situation. You know, he's been asked to do the show since Janet has not. Uh, But the NFL, I guess, whoever coordinates that part of the show recently came out and said that Janet was never banned from doing the halftime show, which everyone knows is complete and utter bullshit. And um, I think that Janet should come back and do it one time for the one time. And on top of that, that year that she did it, Justin wasn't even like on like the set list. She bought him up there to kind of like push "Rock Your Body" as a single, and that that's what happened. And she got all the backlash for it. So, you know, I heard they asked Justin to do it this year, like for uh, 2018. We'll see how the fuck that goes. Um. Long as Lady Gaga not jumping off of shit no more, I'll be straight. As far as halftime goes. I'm being real honest with you. What? I forgot who the fuck Jadena was. Classic man. And then I have to read the fuck off. Like, who the fuck is Jadena? Oh, it's that nigga. Um, Nigerian king. I mean, I wouldn't mind Janet um, doing it again. I mean, not obviously not right now, because you know. The whole child thing and all that good stuff. But, I mean, it, it'd be nice to see. It, it, it'd be really nice to see. If they let, because um, I think the halftime shows, except for Beyonce and Lady Gaga, I think all the other ones that have happened um, in the last couple of years have been lackluster. The Katy Perry one definitely was. Um, but I'm with it, and I'm glad that she's not banned. Just to, just to clear that air. Um, I feel like they only said that because it's literally been like a thing. You know, so Twitter is more sensitive now, so every time some shit pop off, you know, Twitter be quick to jump on some shit. It's just like, all right. We get it. All right, y'all got it. We're listening. We're go- we're gonna say this to cover our asses, but we know y'all know. We know what y'all know. I also do think the NFL has much more pressing issues going on at the moment. Um, so they probably fuck Papa just... John's too. So they. <laughs> 
from it. You're not wrong. But they probably just put that out there. They just probably put that out there because when that auto came out, it's like, well, shit, we can't have all this on us at once. So they were like, yeah, she's not bad. Um, just a quick NFL update for everyone who hasn't been paying attention. Um, there was a meeting. There have been multiple meetings between NFL owners, and this isn't in anything that's on here. That just I know it's on top of my head. Um, there have been multiple meetings between NFL owners and the Players Association and the commissioner about everything that's going on outside of football that involves football, i.e. the protests. And some things have come out, some good things, some bad things. I'm not going to repeat some of the things because I know if I say them, I'm going to get mad. And then Lash is going to get mad and we just not going to talk about it. But I believe... But it's Cap getting his fucking job back. I believe this week they are having a greet... No, that's not the right word. They're holding... Like the, the, the players are having a meeting with the commissioner. Players that have been, that have been involved in protests and stuff are meeting with the commissioner and they've asked... Um, Mr. Kaepernick to um, come to the meeting as well. He has agreed to. And Mr. Kaepernick has also filed a grievance. Nice lawsuit. Against uh, the NFL. And Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And let me tell you this. His lawyer, Mr. Mark Garagos, as I would like to call him, Uncle Mark, a.k.a. Chris Brown's lawyer, because you know he finna win that case because Uncle Mark don't fucking play, bitch. Uncle Mark don't play. So Cat about to get his money. <laughs> Continue. I wish I could see the look on my fucking face right now. Um, <laughs> but yes, so that is something to also keep out looking for if you um, are paying interest to that. But moving on. Ooh, yes. The goody stuff. Well, we're getting closer and closer to the grid. Okay. So, um, Remy Ma signed to Columbia Records. I think her deal was somewhere in the millions. I can't give you an exact number because I don't remember right off the top of my head. Um, I know her and Little Kim dropped the song together, and then Kim dropped the track by herself this past week. Um, wrap up kind of um, reported it as like a joint diss to Nicki Minaj, um, but it is not a diss at um, towards Nicki. There might be some punchlines in there, here and there, but you know, Nikki been taking jabs and shit too, so it might be a little something like that, but I, I for one, am here for this collaboration because I know that at one point in their careers, they had beef with each other. Mm -hmm. I know Kim has a couple discs records on Remy and vice versa so to see these two you know to see to see Brooklyn and the Bronx come together I fuck with it now is Queens ever gonna be in that mix I don't think so but it, it's good to see you know two women who had differences you know in the music industry come together and, and do music and, and a video and you know be lit together and it was, it was perfect timing of Remy dropping this single too because Love and Hip Hop New York 
just came back um, this past Monday. And, um, you know, that's her season or whatever. There's no more Cardi B on that season. So we'll see how the season goes. But I think that was perfect timing. You you make this announcement the same night that the show premieres. So, you know, people have something to look forward to. And that, that, that show is a great way to, you know, promote yourself. But what I don't like now that I'm looking at this cover is how they slimmed up her body. Remy, not this fucking small. Photoshop? What oh. is this? That's nice warp tool. Nice and warped. Remy's not that fucking small. But um, I was just reading an article a little bit, and it, it went into depth about um the beef both Remy Ma and Lil Kim have have had with Nicki, and just some other small stuff. And it it didn't say how much the deal was either; just said multi million. So, but I'm 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 happy for Remy. I really am. She she really came back on the scene with, with a force to be reckoned with, and I'm all for. I'm all for more female rappers to come out like this. Well, come out and just be able to ball out. How she been doing? How Cardi getting there? I would love to see another little Kim resurgence. Where Monica at? You know what I need? I need for Nicki Minaj to also stay her ass off of Instagram. Talking about some, I guess Foxy Brown had her daughter or whatever. She on Instagram talking about some Auntie Nicki, bitch. You don't know. Shut up. What? No, never mind. You know what? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. All I know is, I cause is the song how is the song not out yet? Is it? This collab. No. No. Okay. I don't think so. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't say it was out yet. But I didn't know if it was just didn't put it in there, or what. But I'm I'm down to listen to it. The song is not out yet. I just checked Apple Music. But Little Kim's song is out, though. Kim's song is called Took, Took Us a Break. I'm probably going to listen to that when we get out of this. <laughs> Speaking of music, um, Genius might have yelled at me via text message on Halloween. Um... Because I don't know if you guys remember back in May. I can't tell y'all what episode it was. But back in May, Chris Brown had announced um, he was dropping a 40-track album on Halloween. um, Which turned out to be 45 songs. And then he also dropped another song that same night. Well, at midnight. So, like... I think he dropped the midnight my time, so I was just like, eh, okay, you gave us 46 songs. I kid you guys not. I started the album Tuesday at 1.52 p.m. That was when that the first tweet was 1.52 p.m. I didn't finish Chris's album until 5 o'clock. Five o'clock. Now, the album is very, very good. I didn't hear any skips. There were some songs that jumped out at me and, you know, hit me in the chest like a fucking dodgeball. And 
I really enjoyed it. I being that I am like a stan, I'm I don't I'm not one of those stands who have a biased opinion. If some shit is trash, I'm gonna let you know the shit is trash. If I like I still to this day have a thirty six track mixtape of his that I haven't listened to yet, like fully. Like I haven't made it past song like five. And every time it comes on shuffle, I skip the bitch because it's just like that's that's just something I'm not with. But that two hours I took to listen to um Heartbreak on a on a full moon was lit. So I don't know if anybody else wants to sit through that, but like that if you wanna study and bang something out real quick, throw that album on and you'll be straight. Like you will be straight. Genius, have you dove into the deep sea of Chris Brown yet? Let me tell y'all something real quick. <laughs> the average length of a song of a, of a commercial song is roughly two fifty. We gonna round it up to three minutes. Just, 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 and that's your average song. Of course, you get the occasional intros, outros if the artist puts them on there, and a little bit longer songs if they got features and all that good stuff. Then, then might bring you about five minutes. You get people that just be like, "I'm gonna give you the seven minute song, and you gonna run with it." But Chris Brown don't really do that often. But anyways, some simple maths. For three, for a song to be three minutes. And your average album is probably, we'll say 10 to 13. We'll say 12 just to be, we'll say 12 just to be, you know, whatever. Because no, that's not even the average no more. Niggas, niggas will sit there and put, here go an 18, here go an 18 album, 18 song album. You ride with it. Whatever. I just, I can't, it's, and this is me personally, I can't sit here for hours, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending if I really like it. But for two plus hours to just be sitting here and listening to you in my ear. Because I'm one of them people, if I'm listening to a new album, if I'm listening to a new album, of course I always listen to it once. uh, And try not to skip none just to get my full opinion on it. And I'll probably do that once and then I'll put it on mix and then I'll go from there. But when I find a song I really like on an album... Chances are I'm probably gonna play that shit to death. Because let me tell you something. Frat rules off of Cozy Tapes 2. Um Unfazed and 444 plus 222 are still fucking playing. And mattress off of still striving except fur is my shit. I can't sit here for two hours and just for longer than that. I lose my fucking mind. So I have not listened to this album yet. Am I? Am I? Eventually, I'm really late when I get around to listening to music. There, there are albums I still have not yet listened to. We're not gonna talk about them because if I go back far enough, you're gonna be like, Marquise, what is wrong with you? Not really. 
Because <clears throat> let me remind. A lot of music they've been fucking worth listening to. Because, and this is just an example. When Coloring Book came out, <laughs> it's been what a year, almost a year, just about since Coloring Book came out. Yeah, I didn't listen to all the Coloring Book to at least April of this year. No, March. Because I li- I definitely I had definitely listened to all of it before the Grammys. Yes. And I definitely remember having had listened to all of it before Drake and Kendrick dropped their albums this year. I didn't listen to Damn all the way through until May. I didn't listen to Damn all the way through until I was in the shower one day and when we was in Florida. Oh, shit. I kid you not. <laughs> with, with some artists, I'm a little bit quicker to get in, like... Just I'm gonna I'm sit and listen to it. It's because I really like the music, which is funny because I love Chance, and I just because of reasons. And I think at that time I was going through an instrumental kick. Every now and then, I'll I'll be like I don't want no vocals in my songs when I listen to them. I just want nothing but instrumentals, and I will sit there and listen to instrumentals all fucking day. Or I want nothing but old school stuff. Fucking. There was uh, there was at least a week straight where I listened to nothing but Lean on Me and Superstitious. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, for just a week straight. I I can't explain it. It may be some days where I'll just even listen to fucking nothing but classical music. That's because that's just how my brain is wired. But uh, eventually. I'll get around to listening to this. I'm not gonna listen to 77 songs by Chris Brown because I damn sure not gonna listen this to that other. Nigga here. I'm definitely not gonna listen to that 36 app track, whatever nonsense mixtape, whatever that was. I'm definitely not gonna do that. Uh, I'm, I'm not. Before the part, before the party is actually like left in the back of my fucking brain. Like, it. It's some songs on there that, like, I've heard by accident in the shower. And I was just like, okay, this is cool or whatever. But it's just like, no. Like, as much as I love you, I don't need that much of you. And honestly, if Chris drop a fucking album next year, I might pull my fucking hair out. Because it's like, my nigga, you just gave us, like, a whole nother catalog by itself. Like, chill out. Sit down somewhere. You're too busy. Like your brain is working too much. Like chill out, chill, chill out. But you know it is what it is. Like Fave doing what the fuck make him happy. As long as that nigga just not sitting in the house, you know, twiddling his thumbs and making his brain work and shit like that, then you know it'd be alright. Because he tend to do that shit. Nigga get stuck in his head, and then next time we see him, everybody think he on crack and shit, and that's not what the fuck the shit is. Nigga just, just, just trying to keep busy but um the i encourage people to listen to the album the album has a lot of great um samples on it there was some um some keith sweat samples some genuine samples some usher samples some michael jackson samples some donald jones samples on there i heard outcast and the cut real quick wait a minute some who go back one who you saying to me no go back one more 
Who'd you just say to me? Donna Jones. Oh. oh. <laughs> and that's what I did when I fucking heard that shit. I'm telling you, if you click on that link right there, I gave my full review. I broke down what I heard, what I liked about certain songs, my like legit reaction to certain songs. Like when he, when I heard that Michael Jack Nepal Genios, I kid you not, I dropped my phone and I screamed bitch so fucking loud. Like my heart skipped a beat. Like, and then the Donnell Jones joint, like he used, he did the melody of where I want to be. In the in the course, and I was like, I was shook. And speaking of this nigga in this album, he just tweeted some shit about it. Like, it it it's really, 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 really good. And there's a song I think it's the third track with him, Janae, and R. Kelly called "Juicy Booty." It samples "Juicy," uh, Ju- "Juicy Fruit," my nigga. Like, I was just in shock. Like. How the samples and how he did it, I was like, my nigga, you took your time with this album. Like, from August, not August, from from May until till October, you took your time. Like, I I respect it, but RCA was fucking around with the dates. The album came out Tuesday. Apparently he's not gonna he's only gonna get sales for his for his first week for three days because the album like the the like actual album itself like the the hard copies RCA was saying wasn't coming out until November third. Hard copies was in stores on Tuesday. So we gotta see how the sales is gonna be. I know Team Breezy had um, a streaming party just to, you know, help with the sales and stuff the other day, but I didn't participate in it because busy. But, I mean, the album is really, 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 really good. Like, I'm, I'm going to just keep stressing that. There's only one song on the album I don't like. Out of 45 songs, there's only one song on the album I don't like. And that's because Future and Young Thug was not fucking needed. So, y'all go ahead and jump into that. And now I'm about to get mad with some, you know, dusty, crusty white bitch. Genios, I can let you introduce this and then I'll take over for it. Because this is my city anyway. Because <sighs> let me tell y'all something. I'm, I, it's, I'm not... Let me let me get myself fucking together. Cause I'm not one to really like get or show when I'm angry. I try not to really show any emotion. I'm trying to get better at that, but like when I'm angry, I really don't like to show it. But when I when I read this and as I read it, I was physically invisibly angry because I was I was in my room reading the story and my daddy came in the room and was like why what what you angry at so um I ain't know where to fucking start with this 
So, up in West Hartford, close to Lysha's stomping grounds, there was a report of... I don't even know how to break this down. Basically, these two college girls who were roommates and one college girl who who was white was just being foul and ranked to her black roommate and it it's just it's just wow you are a shitty human being and somebody need to beat your fucking ass cause let me tell you something cause if that had been me I definitely would have beat her ass but then I thought about it and I was like if that had been like one of my cousins who I know don't like confrontation and just don't like to say stuff I would have been livid like I might have damn near killed that girl because not not only was she just being racist and being a bigot she was physically sickening this girl like it's it's, it's already bad enough that you being racist and you doing this nasty shit. But to go out of your way to worsen someone's health, that's a whole nother ballpark. And I, I, I pray to God that I never have. I pray to God that none, none of my friends or family members who are in college and that are young and don't like to like talk about stuff ever have a roommate like this because I, I, I beat them beat the shit out of Marsha. I, I like I, I will have literally beat her to an inch of her fucking life. But you go ahead, cause it, it's this 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 is all you So the University of Hartford is indeed in West Hartford but the campus itself is in the fucking hood of Hartford, all right? Let me tell you that shit right now. Borderline West Hartford, Hartford, right? It's in the hood. That shit is off of the avenue. Where niggas get shot every fucking day, all right? Let me had been jazzy, okay? I'm already from out here, all right? And I was listening to the read the other day with my mother and, they, and, and Crystal was talking about this story and she said white ass Connecticut Genios I tell you I ain't never get on Twitter so far fucking fast to correct somebody and this is a woman I've looked face face to face on multiple occasions and I tweeted her I said look so there's nothing white about Connecticut there's nothing white about Hartford or, or where the fuck that school is located alright you hear me my nigga when I seen this shit on my fucking timeline on Twitter the other day, like it was the beginning of the week, it might have been Monday, I was already, first of all, my emotions was already fucked up. Well, that's some shit we'll get into later on. But to see a young black woman who's, for one, she's not even from here. I believe Jazzy is from Maryland. She's from Maryland. I believe she's from Baltimore, maybe. To come here so far from your home. And I, I tell you this. People who live in Maryland that listen to the show. I don't understand why the fuck y'all come up here and go to school. These schools are fucking trash first of all. 
second of all, to have to live with this dirty bitch. You sit and you put in moldy dip in her lotion. You spit in her coconut oil that she put in her beautiful natural black hair. You rubbing your dusty, crusty, musty, pussy stained juices all on her book bag. That is laying on her fucking bed where she lays her goddamn head at. You sticking your toothbrush in your ass. She's using this toothbrush daily, my nigga. She she had been sick this whole fucking semester. When you you move on campus mid to late August, my nigga. So you mean to tell me it is now November? She has been sick the whole fucking semester and couldn't figure out why she was sick. She was inhaling that girl's bacteria. She had dew flakes on her throat. She was rubbing fucking moldy dip on her face. The girl had left like old food in the fucking refrigerator just sitting there on on purpose. Because she had a problem with the fact that her roommate was black, money. Once Jazzy moved out, this trifling little white bitch puts um on Instagram. Now, first of all, your mistake was going public with what the fuck you had been doing. So you went, you took to Instagram, and you have photos of everything that you were doing. And you post, you incriminated yourself, you stupid white bitch. You posted everything. And basically let the world know that you had been doing this to get rid of her. When all you had to do was go to Res Life and be like, yo, I want to room it. You didn't have to push her to the point where she was physically sick, my nigga. Now... Grant, Jazzy took the high road. She took the Facebook live and, and you know, explained what the hell had been going on or whatever. But like my mother said, I would have beat her fucking ass and then sat on her chest until they fucking came to get that bitch. There wouldn't have been no way I would have let that bitch about that room. I would have beat her to every fucking inch. I would have shoved my bloody book bag in that bitch's fucking throat since she wanted to be funny. They lucky that when they was trying to organize that protest that she had already been arrested. Because I guarantee you, my ass would have been right at you heart. In a fucking heartbeat. She was already arrested. Now, they trying to get her on felony charges, which I fuck with. Go ahead. She's, I believe she's been expelled from you, Heart. Um, and uh, hopefully, Jazzy gets a full fucking ride for the rest of the time she's at that goddamn school. No ifs, ands, or buts. All concerts free. Everything like f- full fucking ride. She ain't gotta pay for shit. This shit made new, made fucking Wendy Williams, my nigga. Like, I just, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, and she, this girl was raised like this. This wasn't like some, oh, I don't like my roommate type shit. She was a legit racist, my nigga. 
like on some fuck shit. But um, Jazzy didn't get hood. She ain't beat her ass, which I think you know she should have did. I honestly would have been in jail with the bitch, but I would have been in jail for self defense, honestly. But do better, like do fucking better. I really just need white people to do better. Not even do better, but just get y'all shit together. Because y'all are really, sh- like, y'all president is helping y'all just get real, real bold. And when y'all get y'all asses knocked out, y'all be quick to try and call the D's. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. Chill the fuck out. Remember who the real mutants are out here. It ain't the blacks. It's you fuckers. And lighter news. Um, we talked about this last episode, uh, but the cast has changed and Disney has officially booted this. It's not a hoax. It's not fake because this conversation was being had the other day. It kind of pissed me off because it's like Disney officially tweeted this. Beyonce will be the voice of Nala in the live action Lion King movie coming out summer 2019. She will be adult Nala. It is this, and the rest of the cast that we stated in the previous episode is still the same. Although Alfred Woodard, I said her whole last name wrong. She will be playing Simba's mom instead of adult Nala. So we will be getting Beyonce as adult Nala in 2019. And the memes on Twitter have not stopped, and this shit has been fucking hilarious. And I'm enjoying every fucking bit of it. And I will be front row. Y'all leave y'all kids at home. Uh, I don't have time for the, for the fuck shit at all. Whatsoever. Keep the churn at home. Eh? Ooh. I just want to say, um, I can't wait to, to hear Beyonce say all of three lines and then never talk again. That would be y'all can y'all have y'all wish, because that's all that's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad she in the movie, and I'm glad everybody wants her in the movie. It's in the movie, but adult Nala talks. It's more than three lines. She probably get a paragraph in there. Nice to- Simba? Nice nice to- <laughs> She get a I'm sorry. She get a nice soliloquy. She she calls Simba name. And she's like, Oh, Scar's the leader. You have to come back. That's it. That's all. Unless they change the script, like we got Beyonce here, we we might have her. We might have her fucking do a whole page of dialogue just because we got her and we paid her. That shit don't exist. And I would watch to sit there, look at the movie, like where the fuck, what page is this? Because you know when they did the anniversary a few years back, the Morning Report is a song from the play on Broadway. They somehow implemented it into the movie and it it you know it became a part of 
the that special edition. Now the the edition that just recently came out, I don't know if the Warner Report is a part of that that edition, but if they give adult Nala more fucking lines, I'ma actually just be like, Disney, y'all doing too much. You're doing too much. I do think it's gonna be a nice cast. But I've seen people be like, why'd y'all get Seth Rogen? Like, Seth Rogen kind of funny. I mean, him and what's his face? I can't get there. I just, I Timon and Pumbaa. It's fine. It, what, what's the problem? It could have been worse. It could have been a whole lot worse. Who the they nigga- actually could have just had both Kit and Pooh do the fucking. You know what? I'm gonna shut up. Yeah. Let's 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 just let's, let, 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 let's wrap this up before we start getting ideas, um, because we 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 about at the end. Um, it's Instagram picture if it will load. Um, so I don't think you were on call with us that night, but Def Jam, a uh, Def Comedy Jam had their twenty fifth anniversary this year um we collectively watched it as a group like i said i don't think genius was part of that but um after 25 years they are bringing it back to hbo it is it's home and what i the reason why i posted this is because i thought it was so funny that miss jess hilarious of instagram will be on the show now, this goes to show you that, you know, social media is a job and can get you places. Not only has this woman been on a comedy tour for the last year and currently filming a, her second season on Wildin' Out, which I might have to go get a ticket to, she will be one of the comedians on, you know, Def Comedy Jam when it comes back on HBO. I just want to know who's going to be the host. Just go around because they can't get Martin to do it. Yeah, that there's no way that they gonna do that. That's that's just too nostalgic. But I think that um that's really really great that they're bringing that back. New generation, we need something to laugh at. Too much shit going on. We need we need some people. Um. Genius, you do the political shit because every time I talk about the government, I get. Do I have to? Do we have to talk about this at all? I'm fucking tired of... Oh my god. Like, I fucking said this, what, two, three weeks ago? I'm fucking tired of this whole fucking cabinet. Like... And it's not in here, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Like, some... Somebody... I can't remember what his fucking name is. But, um, Hillary Clinton did, like, an interview or article with somebody over the past week, and constantly in the article, she was, she kept getting referred to as Miss President in the article. Like, how you fuck up so much that you voted for one person that you need one president, and the person that lost, you keep calling Miss President, like, an old boy is a Republican. Like, he, he, he flat out what voted for Trump. And I'm just like I just oh y'all y'all wanted to undo everything that Obama had did or attempt to undo everything Obama had did and didn't want Hillary in office. 
Granted, okay, whatever. Hillary had her own skeletons in her fucking closet. But here go Donald Trump with a whole fucking army of undead soldiers in his fucking tool shit. Like, what? But y'all didn't want Hillary Clinton's president, whatever. And I won't even get fucking talking about Bernie Sanders. But to make a long story short, um, what's his fucking name? Oh, Pence. I know his name. I'm talking about the other nigga name. Other, uh, um. Uh, Congressman sent a letter to Pence alerting him that Mike Flynn was a paid Russian agent. Pence knew and he lied, among other things that Pence and the fucking orange. Have have done and knew and didn't do anything about, and I'm just like, how? It's been, you know, it's almost been a year since the last election. Like, what? First of all, what do you mean almost been? It wasn't the election. There wasn't. Hasn't it been a year? Like yesterday or some shit? Today the fifth. Today the yeah. So it has been. So I'm just fucking like people he he been in office 9 months 11 months now how unfortunate but this what he done did but made north korea, made almost every country in the in the goddamn world don't like him done made an enemy out of done made a worse enemy out of north korea and Done gave racist white people a, a, a soapbox to stand upon to, to shout their racist nonsense. Fucking, I'm not even fucking fucking talk about that fucking Nazi, neo-Nazi shit that happened in Shelbyville or Murfreesboro because, bitch, I, ooh, girl. Oh, my God. But, Yes. And now this comes to light and like, on top of everything else we know, and the 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 order of his impeachment has not gone through yet, or hasn't been filed yet. I'm waiting on that to be filed. When that gets filed, we can talk about government again. But until then, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep saying what I've been saying. Fuck Republicans. Fuck racist people. Fuck everybody that voted for Trump. For whatever reason you voted for him. Fuck everybody that voted third party <coughs> mail. Um just but fuck US politics and the US government. Just fuck it. Like I'm tired of this. It's been this is shit don't make no sense. <sighs> Anywho, moving now I'm feeling even more mad. Oh my fucking god, this is just I just, alright, so I don't know what's going on in the mind of young parental units these days, but I don't give a fuck what my child's sexual preference is. I'm not going to kill you because of what you are. I think that's just so fucking unnecessary. Like, you shot and killed your 14-year-old son because he was gay. Really? That's what we're doing now? 
We're taking lives. So hate crimes are okay now. Against our own children. That came out of our sex. Alright, cool. I really just think that like the LGBTQ plus community has been through so much shit this year. Like, it's not even okay. Like, at this point, it's just... I just really, really just, just, I keep everybody in my prayers, like, at night. I just really just feel like the world is filled with so much fucking hate, and it's, it's fucking... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I clicked on this thread. I'm over here trying to have a moment, I, I, and... I clicked on the Twitter thread, and I scrolled down, and some nigga is promoting a song on the fucking thread and I'm so oh. inspirational moment over cause niggas I can't I can't I, what you're not gonna promote your song alright anyway I just I, we need a We Are The World 2017 Just, I'm, 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 I'm so beyond this, like, uh, gays are bad, it's in the, it's in the Bible, it's not in the Bible, nowhere in the Bible does it ever say that a man, that anyone cannot like the same gender, you, you can, you you can try and sit here and say, oh, but it says a man should lay with a man. No, 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 motherfucker. First of all, the Bible has been translated 800 times. When you trans, newsflash, when you translate things, they lose some of their original meaning. The original text of that is saying a man should not treat another man how he treats a woman when he's disrespects her that's that's what it's not word for word but that's verbatim what that passage is saying i will fight anyone that wants to argue with me about that two last time i checked i believe in a forgiving god and a loving god and i don't think god would damn near anyone because that's what jesus died for to, for our sins and i'm just like please just Love your children, no matter who they are, no matter no matter what they do. As a parent, you love them. If they are not hurting anyone physically, mentally, or emotionally, and they're not hurting themselves physically, mentally, or emotionally, what their choices are and what they choose to do is fine. You do not get the right to choose what your child is and will not be. Yes, you helped make them, but you are not them. Whatever they choose to be in this life that they have is up to them. 
That's all I'm gonna say on this because if I, 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 I could go all day on this, and I choose not to. With that being said, I believe we have reached the end of our topics. Oh no, there's something else in here, but it's not loading for me. Whatever you posted. Oh, all right. I'll tell you what the fuck it is. So, I uploaded my top 13 GTA sales of 2017 the other day, correct? So, in that video, uh, I use uh, TK's The Race uh, instrumental, right? Mm -hmm. So, there's only so much dialogue I have in that video because... You know, I did the voiceover. That was my first time doing a voiceover. I think I did a pretty good fucking job. And then I had to go into that bitch and edit out every fucking curse word, which made it take even longer than what the fuck it had to be. All right. So I upload the video. The video rendered while I was listening to Chris's. So the length of the album was the length of my rendering process, which was two hours and 30 fucking minutes. So. I upload, video goes live, and I wake up Wednesday to a copyright. So, I'm looking, I'm like, how the fuck did I get a copyright on a video that had nothing but a fucking instrumental on it? So, I didn't even touch the copyright until either Thursday or Friday so I go and I click on it and some artist went and and put a copyright on 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 the song in in the video so I go and I search up said artist which is a UK artist who has also used this beat I don't know if he's the original owner of this beat or what the case may have been but I clicked on it. One, the song was trash. So, and two, I was like, not a single word from this song is in my video. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to file a dispute on this fucking claim here. So, I go, I scroll down. I click on the button that says I was wrongfully copy like the copy strike claim was like you know wrong or whatever the case may have been and I let them know in the little text box I did not use this song anywhere in my fucking video and the instrumental that I did use was fan made YouTube kindly emailed me back this morning and was like you know what the claim was released And the email says, good news, after reviewing your dispute, you know, they have decided to release their copyright claim on your video. Yes, motherfucker, because you're not going to sit and make money off of my fucking video that I'm not even fucking making money off of. And then you're going to try and make money off of a song that I need to fucking use. And I have been having to do that a lot lately with YouTube. I had to take down an entire fucking video because Mr. XXX no fucking eyebrows and Tashion copyrighted my fucking video and that bitch wasn't viewable in no 
country on this fucking earth. I had to take the video down and redo the whole intro. So YouTube, stop sucking me off. Give me back my fucking monetization button. I don't give a fuck if I still have under 2,000 subscribers. My channel has just about 10,000 views. So you can go ahead and give me my fucking button back so I can start accumulating my coin. Suck my ass. Because I'm sick of this shit. I'm being abused on this platform with this channel I've had for over 10 years. Fucking fuck nuts. And the reason why we didn't have an episode last week was I Need a Mental Break, which ties back into our mental health episode. Gotta, you know, take care of yourself before, you know, you take care of others. I didn't have the energy to make you niggas laugh last week, so y'all got some energy from me this week. But, um, Mr. Genius. Hmm. I think the episode's over. Uh, yes, because I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually pissed off at that last article. Um, we thank y'all for listening to another episode of Let's Talk Real Talk. As always, you can reach us at our respective social medias. And if you have any questions for us, you can always leave them in the email. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything I missed? Oh, yes. Um, very soon in like... I'm I'm going to say within a month, I Genios will be back on Twitch. Um, I will have my uh PC. It should be here by then in a month. In a month time, this should be like December fifth, fourth, fifth. Um, and hopefully by then my PC will have arrived. And I know it will be powerful enough for me to stream. So be on the lookout for that late November, early December. And I'm really going to try and ride out this Twitch thing. And I would really like y'all support with that. Because let me tell you something. Um, It's going to get real crazy when I start streaming. It's going to get real crazy. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to finish some of the things that I didn't get to finish when I was doing streams. So that means I'm probably going to go back and I'm going to finish Crash, all the crashes. Um, which means I'll probably go back and do all my challenge runs to Kingdom Hearts, which means there'll be more Sephiroth suffering coming in the very near future. And among other things, I've I've been blessed with um, a good job that's going to pay me weekly. I, I know I was going to get paid weekly, but um, yeah, and things are looking like they I'm I'm things are looking up for your boy, so I'm really blessed for that. Um, but other than that, also go ahead. The very first part of my PC build arrived today. I wasn't expecting it until tomorrow, but it is here. I am looking at it right now. What came today? She is, she is gorgeous. Oh. Uh, my son, came, my son came today. 
Uh, oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, my son came today. Uh, nice and pearly and white. Um, so that came. I will be doing a PC build blog. Um, so you guys get to see, you know, the process of like all when like all my parts arrive and how you know I put it together. I might have my coworker help me put it together. He's like extremely excited about me doing this PC thing. Um, I will be posting videos every Monday on my channel. Um, more so for people who watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. I will be doing reviews on my channel every every Monday. Uh, first episode premiered tonight, so I will be filming, editing, and uploading tomorrow. No excuses. Um, and stay, you know, keep your eyes out on my uh, quote-unquote drama channel uh, or reaction channel, if you will, because uh, I tend to, you know, catch some some sneaky shit and upload um, on that channel as often as I can. I'm actually editing a video right now for that channel. So that video will be up already um, as you're listening to this as well as the other video. And happy birthday to Bigger John. It's my boy John's birthday! <laughs> John's birthday was, if you guys, you guys are listening to this on Tuesday the 7th, his birthday was Monday the 6th. So um, flat, we're recording this on times. <laughs> 28. Thank you. No, no, it's gonna be an extra one. Oh wow, pinch the grown inch. Today's the twenty. No, today is the today's the fifth. So yeah, John's birthday is tomorrow. Um, so yeah, happy birthday to John. Even though he says his birthday is a myth, or whatever the case may be. But yeah, that's that's about it for this week's episode. Um, I do see you guys' comments on my phone. For every episode, y'all really do be acting up, and don't ever sit and say that y'all are saints, because I will make an entire video with fucking comments and expose all you niggas. So, um, yeah, that's it for this week's episode, episode thirty. Damn, nigga, we just recorded episode twenty in Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you something. How fast? First of all, how fast the fucking year the one, but we done been doing this <sighs> for at minimum. 30 weeks. That's one thing. Two, it's already November. Like, we we are, this is the very first week of November right here, technically, depending on how you look at the calendar. Like, again, I feel like yesterday I was in Orlando in the hot tub, and now we in November. Goddamn. <sighs> Anywho. With that, that will be all for us. We will see y'all again in a week. And yeah, goodbye.